Whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raise the roof now and we're lowering the floor. The band is blistering, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, you say three, four. One, two, three, four. All right, so today we've got the special guests. We've got the Gordons on, Jamie. The, the, the Gordons. Gordons. Now, I, I've prepared for this because we, we're here at the Wonderful Whiskey Show, uh, and one of the Gordons tends to swear a lot, so you know what that means. Oh. <laughs> oh, that didn't work out. Let's try that again. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We, insert we, we, cork pop we'll, here. We're going to have to insert the cork pop, Gordon, every time you, you swear. This is, this is how it is because we've got to keep this PG-13. Even though we're talking about whiskey. I, I swear all, all the time on this much. podcast. <laughs> so I get the cork pop most of the time. All so right. if you do better than I do, I'll be really happy. <laughs> Seems like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, the person with the potty mouth. Gordon Bruce, distillery <laughs> manager, um, and we also have Gordon Stevenson, the brand ambassador. And tell me that, so you work for Old Pontney, Adnock, Belder, Hanock, Spayburn, um, yeah. And yeah. we've got Balmanoth Distillery as well, which is Karun Gin mainly. Right. Yeah. So it's, um, we don't have a single malt out of there yet. Whether we, yet. Whether, yet. I don't yeah. even know whether we will. I hope we plans. do. I hope it's we do. Bloody good whiskey, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Old Pontney has this just wonderful reputation that everybody just gravitates for it. Um, I don't know a lot about Belle Blair. Uh, maybe you can tell me a little bit about that because I feel like it doesn't come to market here as much. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, well, Gordon used to work there for how long were you there? For Twelve him? years. At Twelve home. years. So you probably know it a lot better than I do. Uh, similar size to Pulteney, uh, not do one and a half, two million liter production capacity. Um, Paul Blair's, one can kind of trace his roots back to 1790, so it's a pretty well-established distillery. Oldest in the Highlands. Uh, always have a bottle of Paul Blair open at home. One, one of the most beautiful things about Paul Blair is it's, it's probably the most aromatic whiskey we have in the portfolio. So you can pour the drama of Paul Blair, leave the room, come back in five minutes later, and the smell just goes shaboom. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I know the parking lot. I went to the parking lot one day at Paul Blair. They were closed. Yeah. But it was nice. Yeah. It was beautiful. It's a stunning beautiful distillery. Spot. Yeah. 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 If you've seen the film, The Angel's Share is filmed at. Ah, uh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, half the, half the team there now is think of themselves as movie stars. Yes. No. yes. <laughs> They're on IMDb. It's official. They're movie stars. <laughs> Their Instagram followers are blown up. <laughs> no, they were a great group. The other half fancy themselves as porn stars, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Gordon. <laughs> D- delete. Is that a cork pop moment? No. Yeah. No, that's good. No, that can stay in. So if you do a cork part out of porn star, it might sound like something else. It's true, actually. Yes. Oh, God. All right. All right. It's degraded very quickly. Yes. We haven't even gotten through one whiskey yet. Actually, we, we do have a whiskey in front of us, so we should probably talk about what it is that we're sharing today. It's my favorite kind of bottle. It has weird codes on it and a year statement and a B. So tell us what that means. <laughs> We're just looking for something a little bit different to take across to, to, to show the customers at this festival. So this is a, a cast type and an age that I think suits Knock Do New Make very, very well. Um, a lot of these first fill casks, they can be a, a little bit too dominant. This is a, a D-char, D-char barrel, which uh, I really... Thinks it's like it complements our new make spirit, which is light, fresh, fruity, and estery. So the balance is very, very good there. 
um, cast strength, single cask, it's 55% alcohol by volume. And it's just it's just a nice cask for not It's beautiful. Yeah. When you say uh, dechar rechar, what does that mean? Company policies. I think we'll we'll, we'll tend to use casks four times these days. Mm-hmm. First two fills we use for single malts. Third and fourth probably use for blends. In the old days, you would cut the cast up and use them for firewood, dog kennels, whatever. We're a wee bit more environmentally responsible these days, so we'll put the spent casts up the cooperage to get them refurbished. So dechar cast the cooperage, they'll knock the ends out, remove the contaminated, the spent charcoal layer from inside the cask, mm-hmm. refire the casks, so we've got a lovely thick layer of active charcoal to work with, new pair of heads, and you've effectively got a brand new cast to play with. Beautiful. Uh, these casks work so well with the peat whiskies as well. Um, really good at knocking any meaty, heavy, sulfury compounds out of new make spirit. That's interesting. So th- it would make the uh, cast a little, th- stays a little thinner. You're losing a, a couple of millimeters. Oh, okay. and so it's, 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 yeah, it's not yeah. massive, yeah. no. Because I'm thinking of those Kentucky chard, <laughs> you know. Where yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that. Yeah, no, it's yeah, not yeah, quite yeah. alligator skin. That's yeah. the... oh, this is really terrific. Mm-hmm. So this, it, yeah. So do you have a char level that you go to, or do you do by time? Time, time. yeah. Yeah, that's a very different thing from sort of coming into the single malt world, knowing what I knew about bourbons is the, the difference in, you know, doing the, the char, and if you have a cooperage on site, or if you're working with a cooperage, then it's generally in single malts you're doing it by timing and not to, like, a level like you right. would in, in American whiskeys. It's just There's like, a little tidbit for you. All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you, you do think of we do tend to think of char that that yeah, like you said, the alligator char because yep. that's kind of that's the most impressive thing when you have a bourbon ambassador say, and this is char. Like, oh yeah, that's char. That it's looks an impressive char. thing to watch yeah, in general. Like, so it good. really like there's something about watching a barrel get charred where you're just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's just fire and wood. Like, calm down. But like, it's just like it's very cool and what's very dramatic. Yeah, you it know, is. It's a very it dramatic part of the whole process. Um, so as distillery manager, what does like a day in the life look look like for you? Oh, man. When you're not uh, here in Cornwall, uh, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no two days are the same. Um, distillery is a living, breathing thing. Uh, raw materials change constantly. Mm-hmm. And our, our principal raw material, barlar. Malts made from barley, which is a which is a living living thing as well. So it changes from season to season, supplier to supplier. Um, there's there's always challenges, I suppose. Uh, there are opportunities, as we're supposed to call them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the story is like a big toy box, and it, it, it's not like a real job. And it's, it's, it's so it's as fun as everyone thinks it is. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best thing for me about Knock Do is the, the guys that work there. I mean, uh, kind of keep harping on about the quality of the team there. And you're, you're never going to meet a better group of people. It's an absolute privilege to work with these guys. Mm-hmm. Knock Do's a very simple, basic, traditional distillery. Everything's done by hand. We've deliberately avoided automation and the, the, the curse of the 21st century where we get too dependent on machines and computers to do things. Mm-hmm. So the guys get a really busy shift. I mean, they're constantly on the move. Single manned operation, so they are busy. Uh, the guys look forward to coming to work. They have a laugh, good time when they're at work. They go home happy. Yeah, so you say single man operation, so, so we'll, we'll run the distillery twenty four hours a day, and seven days a week. It's one, one person. By the fermentation. After the yeah. Yeah. No, wow. I, 
That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's, if you go to these stores, like it's amazing how much is just done by one a few people at a time. It's it's just incredible. Yeah, I mean, technology's there. The technology's proven. It's reliable. It's comparatively cheap these days. I mean, I, I could run the, the story from here using my BlackBerry, <laughs> uh, but we are not going to go down the, the the automation technology route. Not do. What's so? Not not to say that things go wrong, but like when something's going wrong with either fermentation distillation, where where do you come into play? Do you're like something smells wrong, the temperatures are wrong, or some the pipes leaking? Like what's what's kind of a what's kind of a troubleshooting moment for you? Oh, the kind, of, the kind of buck stops with me, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, try to try to plan your problems. I think is the the answer to that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm touching wood here. Uh, we've got a very reliable. This story is a bit like a shite, actually. We've got a very, uh, there we go. We've got a, <laughs> we've, we've got a really well sorted, really tidy, very well maintained plant these days. And because we're using people rather than computers, we can react a lot. I think we can react a lot quicker to mm -hmm. any wee changes in, in raw materials coming in. It's, it's easy for us to change mushing temperatures or pitching rates. Uh, any leaks in the process plant, we, we can pick up yeah. really, really quickly and, and action accordingly. Yeah. Uh, how long is uh, your typical fermentation? Uh, how long does it take? We've got a slightly un unusual fermentation profile at not these, not do these days. In 2013, we, we built an extra two wooden fermentation vessels. Uh, so we now ferment in, in one of the wooden wash bags in the tun room for 44 hours. We'll pump the part of the fermented wash from there through to one of the new fermenters. Or it's not quite secondary fermenters, but a supplementary fermentation vessel. We'll get another 16 hours there, and then it's through the stall house. We'll get another six hours. So ideally, 65, 66 hours. Uh, how would you compare the characteristics of the, the distillers you've worked at uh, in the portfolio? Like, what are the differences between the, the way the distilleries, you know, the stills and the fermentations and that kind of thing? Uh, Pulteney use, well, when I worked there, it was cork and steel washbacks and five in the tun room. So that, that was always interesting because. So what does that, yeah, what does that mean? Uh, it, sorry, cork and steel is a very thin stainless steel liner inside a mild steel container. Uh, those washbacks replaced, was that two years ago, Gordon? Yeah, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a big, yeah. big, big capital project. Huge job that ended up being way more, way bigger than anticipated and way more expensive. Because they, uh, so to get these out, you basically take the roof off and take them out, right. pick, come in and just pick them up. But actually, what happened was uh, when they went to pick them up, they discovered that they were holding up the walls of the building. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so there was a little bit more that you had to do. <laughs> Hold up the building. Yeah. <laughs> Support piece. So uh, with stainless steel or cork and steel fermentation vessels, you you don't have a, a thermal insulation volume in the vessel so you get a cold snap or temperature changes your, your fermentation profile can change quite quickly as well uh, when I started working there we had five washbacks in the tun room and one washback in the still house and right next door to the spirit still so you'd effectively try to have six different setting or washback setting fermentation temperatures yeah. uh, to try to control peak temperatures during fermentations uh, Pretty basic plant in those days, one pair of stills, worm tubs. That was quite a good distillery to run. 
mm-hmm. a curious location in the middle of a town, but aside from that. <laughs> I love Holtby. Yeah. 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 Super, super yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Everything about it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are about to get the new ones as well. Yeah, because we discontinued, which was the the 17 and 21 year old, which were the big favourites. Um, and also the non-age expression navigators, so they're all gone now. So it was mix it up and do something new. So there's the 15 year old, the 18 year old, and the new non-age Hudder are all due to arrive in market here within the, within the next couple of weeks. What's the last one? Hudder. Huddert. Huddert. Yeah, oh so it's named after the street that the distillery sits on. Oh. And actually, it's, a, it's, a, it's been really well received, the dram. It's uh, matured in barrels, uh, American Oak eggs, bourbon barrels, and then it's done a period of further maturation in ex-peated barrels. Okay. Uh, and I, yeah, the barrels actually for, from Nocdu, from, from Anoc. Yeah, yeah, so Anoc. they've come up. Yeah. So um, Pulmi being what it is, it, it really lends itself to that little bit of the kind of peated character, mm-hmm. which we've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so it's that's great. So oh, that's pull me with a hint of peat. Sure. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Because Acknog, you do peated whiskeys part of the season, but not. not it's, it's a part of your fermentation. Yeah, but twenty-five percent of our annual production yeah. is in peated malt. And that's days. for the blended side of the business primarily, or that. Yeah, when, that's what we started doing. Yeah. Peat whiskey at Nogdu because we, we we had to buy peat whiskies from third parties to use in our blends. Oh, I see, yeah. So I don't, I don't think the intention was ever there to bottle peat or not as a single malt. There's so much interest in peat whiskies these days, and the liquid has ripened, mm-hmm. it's matured so well. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic, really, really interesting, well received extension to the range. Yeah, the peat collection's brilliant. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, they're great since. People are always amazed by what what they get from it because it's so different to your Isla style of peat, which most people with us when, when they think of peated whiskies, mm-hmm. they're thinking of Isla. Not they're not thinking from the Highlands. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, that the Highland peat is interesting, right? It's it's a whole different kind of. I mean, it's tasted in that Belvini mm-hmm. and that yeah, it's it's a whole other type of um, yeah. Um, so what uh, so what products are coming out this year and kind of for the North American audience that you guys are excited about from from distillers? Oh, we've got some, we're, we're actually in a very good place. There's, there's only so much that I can tell you. <laughs> um, oh so I've told you the Pullmans are on their way. So that, yeah. yeah, so you know about that. We've got some uh, some great stuff happening with Bal Blair that you'll find out pretty soon, um, mm-hmm. and they will be coming to Canada this year. Um, we've already got some confirmation from a few places, so they will be coming. Um, that's about as far as I can go to Bell Blair. <laughs> uh, Anok, we're actually like so yeah. Know, right? There is something coming, but I can't talk about it. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. Usually means it's not just a number, because otherwise it'd be like, oh, we're going to release a sixteen-year line. All right, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> Usually means it's something it's special. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, and Anok, actually, we're we're celebrating our 125th anniversary at the distillery this year. So we're uh, we're going to bring out a couple of limited edition releases towards the end nice. of the year, which are very true to the distillery's roots and yeah. different characteristics, different styles. You know, we've we've got the range with different ones that are in the market now. We have the Peter Collection too, so there's something for everything, everyone there. So there's there's going to be a couple of limited editions coming out later in the year. So that, 
which will be fun. Oh man! So, uh, so much I, to try. I think we're gonna have to watch your Instagrams and uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and Twitter account to to, to hear yeah, that. Yeah, you'll see. Things will be things will be shared pretty soon. That's <laughs> gonna be, uh, well, that's excellent. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Are you enjoying Cornwall? Yes. Oh, Canada's been fantastic. Oh. Uh, Gordon's first time ever in Canada. So Which is first first amazing. business he trip. Fit right yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> first business trip in what seven years, eight years? They, they stopped laying me out because I offended so many people. <laughs> 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 I, I managed to insult half the room last night. <laughs> Only half the room. <laughs> Well, then you suddenly have to room again when you repeated the joke, which was even funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. the one. Oh, yeah, no, we've had a busy trip, but it's all been, yeah. been really well received. It's that's been, been good. We've been, we've been really uh, taken care of, which has been fantastic. That's always nice to hear. We, yeah. we, I, like maybe partly because the sterling is so poor just now. We've had quite a lot of North American visitors to distillery in the last couple mm -hmm. of years. Yeah. And I don't think we've come across one Canadian visitor yet that you wouldn't want to spend more time with or, or join for dinner. Uh, That's so nice. So such a nice race of people. Aww. Aww. So thank you, Canada. That's, right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Canada, no. you're invited. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wonderful. Well, it's a distillery. Not Do's a distillery that's kind of slightly off the beaten track near near Speyside. And not not as many people would go to visit it, but it's a fantastic place to go and see. I always love it when I'm up coming to see it. It's, you'll, you'll struggle to find a cleaner distillery. Oh, the, cool. the guys really take care of it. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. And, and there's always some quirky stuff going on. I always think, what's, what's Gordon been up to now? There's always something new, like the... Those two new well, fermentation vessels, or whatever you want to call them now, to, and even having the worm tub, but both worms in the one tub is unusual. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah. that's cool. So, yeah, it's if you get a chance, wouldn't it? it's a fantastic distillery to visit. Uh, we're really, really focused on energy. Uh, mm. When I had here, it was a bit of a tree hugger. Um, we've reduced our energy input or energy consumption by 35 percent wow. inside the last six seven years yeah. which is so good for the environment so it's great yeah uh, and it seems crazy to think that water is a scarce resource scarce as commodity in, in northern scotland but we, we do tend to struggle a wee bit for water so by a bit of alternative thinking every drop of water that we abstract from the springs in the knock hill we now use five times wow uh, for amazing. cooling uh, and for... Yeah, I guess you can keep, yeah, keep freezing it. Yeah. I but think you, that, you have to come to the stuff to see how we do that. <laughs> I feel like that's as good a reason as any. I'll yeah. be there. There we go. <laughs> planning a trip. Yes. As, as long as you like dogs. Um, I love dogs. That's fine, because there are always dogs at the distillery. That's part, oh, of, the, part of the team. dogs. Oh, that's yeah. great. You should have started there. The distillery <laughs> that allows dogs. <laughs> it, it, in North America, it's so hard to find places that will allow dogs. Yes. Even the dogs are on the shifts. Yeah. Dogs are on shifts. Well, this sounds like the distillery of my dreams. Yeah. With dogs. I'll bring my colleagues. It'll yeah, be great. that's right. Yeah. Those dogs are smarter than me. They could run the machinery. <laughs> That's great. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. thanks so oh, thank much you. for your thanks time. For of course, yeah. anytime. Uh, where do we follow you on social media? Uh, Anok Whiskey. Yep. Uh, Old Pulteney uh, Whiskey as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Bal Blair uh, Whiskey too. So it's, um, I think we've got in Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll put those in the show. You'll find them all. Yeah. Yeah. New stuff that's coming down the line. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. You could use my personal. Oh, you have one. I didn't know. No, I don't actually. I got so excited. I'm like, wait. You could use it if I had one. I, I think somebody should just follow you around and, and just record all their inappropriate moments and just put them on, on, on Instagram. That would be wonderful. That's what social media is, isn't it? Everyone's so. like most inappropriate moments that they don't want. Or most staged. Yeah. There's, there's, the in-between is There's boring. no in-between. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks again, guys. Yeah, no, Cheers. Thank you, folks. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.